Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello, and thank you for joining us at XM.com for the Daily Market Comment Podcast by Jara Labospisuros for Thursday, January 26th. I'm Cristina Marujos. The U.S. dollar traded lower against all but two of the other major currencies on Wednesday, with the exceptions being the Canadian and New Zealand dollars. With no major U.S. data to drive the U.S. dollar, it seems that traders continued adding to their short positions based on the divergence between European Central Bank and Fed expectations. On Tuesday, the preliminary PMI indices added credence to the narrative, with the eurozone returning to growth in January and the U.S. contracting for the seventh straight month. On top of that, the Bank of Canada's decision to hike by 25 basis points and signal that it would likely stop raising interest rates while it assesses the impact of cumulative hikes may have added to speculation that the Fed is also headed towards the exit. However, next week's meeting seems too early for the Fed to signal a pause. According to the Fed Fund's futures, investors are almost fully pricing in a 25 basis points hike for next week, but they see another one of the same size being delivered in March. In contrast, the Fed itself, which projects 75 basis points worth of additional hikes instead of 50 and a prolonged pause thereafter, the market still believes that two quarter point cuts may be required by the end of the year. Today, traders may turn their gaze to the first estimate of the U.S. GDP for quarter four. Expectations point to a slowdown to 2.6% quarter-on-quarter from 3.2% in quarter three, which is still a strong pace of growth. However, with retail sales weakening sharply over the last two months and the manufacturing and housing sectors in recession, this could be the last quarter of solid growth before the lagged effects of the Fed's prior supersized hikes are felt by the economy. The quarter four numbers may act as a guidance of how weak upcoming quarters could be. For example, a downside surprise could work against expectations of a soft landing and instead ignite fears of a deeper recession. In such a case, the dollar is likely to stay in a downtrend trajectory, especially against the euro. Despite European Central Bank member Fabio Panetta reportedly saying earlier this week that the ECB should not pre-commit to any moves beyond March, Bundesbank President Nagel and his Irish counterpart Mark Luf said they would not be surprised if rate increments extend into the second quarter. Following President Lagarde's hawkish remarks at Davos last week, more hawkish comments by ECB policymakers combined with further improvement in euro area activity and accelerating core inflation are likely to keep the common currency supported. Euro dollar closed Wednesday above 109, increasing its chances to challenge the 111.75 zone in the not-too-distant future. The Canadian dollar was the main loser yesterday, coming under strong selling interest after Bank of Canada policymakers signaled that they will likely take their hands off the hike button as they assess the cumulative impact of prior rate increments. Having said that, though, the next part of their guidance said that they are prepared to take interest rates higher if needed to return inflation to target. This suggests they have not fully closed the door to more rate hikes, and if data continue to point to elevated underlying price pressures, market participants could well readjust their bets to price in that possibility. 
combined with a weaker dollar and the fact that the financial community is still seeing China's reopening as an overly positive development, Dollar Looney could give back its Bank of Canada-related gains soon. Wall Street ended another session mixed yesterday, with the S&P 500 and Dow Jones closing near their opening levels and Nasdaq sliding 0.18%. Earnings remain on top of investors' agenda, with 95 of the companies in the S&P 500 having reported already. However, the percentage of those beating estimates is well below the average beat rate of the past four quarters, prompting analysts to revise down their forecasts for aggregate earnings. They now see S&P 500 earnings dropping 3% year-on-year, while at the turn of the year they were estimating a 1.6% drop. This was today's Daily Market Common podcast at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.